I was playing D and D and nerd. Yes, nerd. Everybody, uh, I, I like everybody in the group, but like, let me just tell you. I think I I mentioned to you. Let remind me to tell you this story. Um, in the middle of a D and D session, which we play for two and a half hours, one of the people in the session, a white guy, uh, breaks out with this whole uh hypothetical ethical moral dilemma and he's like very much like i'm i'm almost quoting he's like uh i'm gonna be really vulnerable i've been really thinking about this um and he goes on to say what would you guys do remember i'm don't consider myself white my husband's egyptian doesn't consider consider himself white but everybody else is white he's like what would you guys do? Would you, would, here was the ethical, it was like, you know, trolley, but with his, this was his trolley problem. Would you wear blackface <laughs> if it meant that black people could get reparations? I was like, I, it, I was, is that an option? Like, what, how, how would that ever be an option? Like, who would give you that choice? I don't know. But I just want to be like, so you want to cause more racism and harm to give people rep black people reparations? I was so thoroughly offended by the whole thing. I was just like counter, what counter, the counterpoint. If, if that is a thing, I will grant any white person. <laughs> as a matter of fact, every white person. You will. So you'll do blackface for one day if it gets us reparations. What, you, one day? That's but you're willing you're willing to be like, yes, let's bring more racism into the world. That okay. I, I, don't, I don't don't pay me as the blackface pilot. But you know what? Like you are. You know, oh. like, there there is racism with a capital R, and it's just like annoying shit white people used to do. You know, like like redlining versus yes. watermelon and chicken jokes. Uh, yes, yes, yes. I've heard young people talk about Tropic Thunder, and about how. Robert Downey Jr. could never get away with doing the blackface now. It's like, did you guys watch the movie? Because that's literally the whole fucking point, is that blackface is not okay, that he basically lost his career for doing it. Yes. Like, he wasn't doing blackface, his character was doing blackface. Yes, his character like, was... People cannot make the distinction. It was meta. It was meta. I don't even know if it was meta. No, because, like, it's like, Playing a murderer and like, oh no, Robert Downey Jr. is doing murders. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's the kind of commentary you can. I think you should be able to do where you're saying this is bad, and I'm going to show you why it's bad without yeah. telling you it's bad. I mean, to be clear, I'm not exonerating Robert Downey Jr. of his murders allegedly. But does he have a, does he have murders allegedly? I mean, he does now. I just, I just made the allegations. <laughs> We're putting it out there. <laughs> he does now. I just made the allegations. So uh, welcome back to Youth the Press. Uh, yeah. Two weeks later. Is it two weeks? Yeah. They're about. They're about. Two coming. weeks. Two, two weeks. Guys, yeah, like, two weeks. That's what we're, we're aiming for. We missed, we missed the whole uh, 
submersible saga. Oh, man. It was so ripe for comedy. We were so ready to do it, too. And then what happened? Life happened. Yeah, the same shit that always yeah, happens. Yeah, same shit that always happens. And then, like, you know, like, all the jokes got put out there in the first couple of days. And we were like, if we go going tomorrow, these jokes have been told. Yeah, we would just look like we're ripping them from everyone else. Even though I had so many of the same thoughts as all the people I watched. Like, there was one person. I didn't see this thought for, like, two or three days about how it was a um, knockoff controller. And I was like, but it was a knockoff controller, you know, in all my group chats talking about how it was a knockoff controller um, and not a real PlayStation. It wasn't even real. And then finally, I saw some TikToks about that. Somebody finally caught on to that part. So my thing with the controller is, I like, I understand that a lot of drones, like even like military drones are controlled by controllers that are based on like PlayStation controllers. And I'm okay with him using the Logitech controller. My thing is, Plug that shit in. Like, why are you trusting the Bluetooth? The submarine is like eight feet wide. How far do you need to sit away from me? You can sit right in front of the fucking controller. Plug that bitch in. True, but that specific model that he apparently used had terrible reviews on Amazon. Like, what the fuck? Uh, the hubris of rich people. And that's what everybody's like, they're so dumb. No, they're arrogant and there's hubris and they think that they are they are invincible, that their money will save them. And they just are surrounded by yes men who will tell them. They, he fired all the people. He fired all the people who said this is a bad idea. Yeah, and it was built in a way to avoid every regulatory body on earth. Yeah. All right, look at us. We need to move on because we're already yeah. talking about it. We're doing the thing we didn't get to do. You know why? Because I don't want to talk about the Supreme Court's ruling on affirmative action. Terrible. I saw headlines, literally did not get to read anything because I was in doctor's appointments with my kids. So the Supreme Court ruled six to three, surprise, surprise, that using race as a criteria for college admissions is unconstitutional. Now, that is specifically what they did. They did not overturn affirmative action mm. what i mean what i mean by that is race is the only criteria they can't be considered they can still consider gender so white women who have been historically the biggest recipients of affirmative action the biggest beneficiaries will continue to benefit mm. because they didn't scrap that interesting i didn't know that so they just got rid of any racial considerations, considerations yeah and this is, we talked about this, you know, a season or two ago, how conservative groups get Asian Americans to be the face of their anti-affirmative action campaigns. Yes. And it's, I just want to know which of these elite institutions is overrun by Black people. Like if Black people and Latinos are getting all these spots for affirmative action, where are they on the campuses? They aren't. Right? They aren't on the campuses. And... I've come to realize, and that this may sound harsh, most white proponents, sorry, most white opponents of affirmative action know that their kid is not getting into Harvard, not getting into Stanford, not getting into any of these elite schools. It wasn't about opening up the spot for their kids. It was, if my kid can't go, I'm damn sure not letting those niggers go. But is that not what this country is in every 
thing there were there's tried there were, there's like any type of social justice or equality justice this is what it always comes back to is black people can't have it i don't care if it hurts white people but black people can't have it i mean this is what this is all of our social problems that's exactly what it is and and they pretend that like these policies like affirmative action is racist when in fact the whole point of it was counteracting racism like when when we stop codified oppression we take away the actual laws that intentionally and directly oppress black people guess what that didn't begin equality mm -hmm. it's it's the concept that I, I think i tweeted about this everyone and especially conservatives understand that privilege and advantage can be handed down they feel it is their right to hand their privilege and advantage down to their children. Like it comes up in the conversations about school fundings. When you talk about having more equitable school funding or not tying it to property taxes, they'll say things like, I worked hard to live in that community so my kids can get a better education. Because they feel that- they Liberals feel say that shit too. Oh, this is true. This is absolutely I have, true. I, when I, before I had kids, I had, a, I have a friend who has his own, he, he's a capitalist. He has his own um, consulting company. I don't even know what the fuck he does, but it's for like charter schools. It's a consulting company. Oh, God, that's even worse. I know. And he I didn't understand anything. And I was just like, I don't understand why schools are tied to property tax. That's not that seems extremely unequal and unfair to me. Like it shouldn't be tied to that. Clearly, that's where a ton of the like inequality and inequity is coming from and that was one of the things he said people worked hard to get where they wanted to live i'm like yeah and, and my liberal. children and my children deserve a better education so they are fully aware that privilege can be passed down that advantages can be handed down mm. but they sort of gloss over the fact that disadvantages can be handed down and that's what happens if when people who have been intentionally targeted and oppressed are not made whole. Have you not ever heard? Go ahead. The that affirmative action was making us whole. No. But it was the meagerest of attempts. So to be like, oh, everything's equal now. So like, it's discriminating. No, it's not discriminating against anybody. It yeah. is the bare fucking minimum mm -hmm. to erase yeah. centuries of injustice. I saw a really interesting TikTok, and I'm sorry, I can't remember the creator's name, but um, she was talking about how, you know how they say that um, trauma is passed down in your genes, like they, it actually is passed down in your genome and your DNA, and that the black people have a ton of trauma passed down in their DNA and their genome, and it's passed down generation to generation. Um, interesting that nobody ever talks about how white people. If that applies to black people, how does that not apply to white people and how they act towards black people with their white supremacy? That's an interesting thing. No, I... I'm gonna have to send you the talk TikTok, but it basically was she was just talking about the math ain't math and how uh, it can't be just one group of people whose trauma is being passed down. How about the people causing the trauma? What? How is that not being pa that that? specific um 
point of view of what your place is in the world as a white person? How is that not being passed down? Oh, it absolutely is being passed down. And I don't know that I believe in generational trauma as a literal genetic thing. It is a literal. It, 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 it does not believe in it. It is a literal genetic thing. They can show on your telomeres. And that is the thing that is like attached to your DNA. You can have shortened telomeres. You can have damaged telomeres. And that all has to do with trauma to your body. Interesting. Okay, yeah. I'll send it to you. It's real. I'm not making this up. It is actually passed down in your DNA. But yeah, so we agree. Like, yeah, dis- <laughs> we did. Dis- disadvantages can be passed out. So, like, I think uh, it was Sonia Sotomayor like, in her dissent. She was like, like this attempt at colorblindness just woefully underplays the racial realities of this country. Like, racial inequalities exist whether you want to live in a colorblind society or not. So colorblindness, and we've discussed this before, is just a way to not have to address any of the inequalities. Yeah. I don't see it anymore. It's, it's not a thing. Um, Let me ask you this, big picture, zoom out a little bit. Uh, do you think it, this is even a legitimate court anyways? I mean, I don't. I don't have any respect. I mean, clearly you have to respect them as the court of the land, but like, I don't respect them. No, I, I, I believe the Supreme Court any, is still, any it's illegitimate on so many levels. Yeah. I mean, like, first and foremost, the uh, the appointments, like, they're, Neil Gorsuch should not be on the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Brett yeah, Kavanaugh is a rapist, allegedly. And then there's, there's the matter of the money. Yes, where the he, money. He, Where he had, like, like was it, like, Five, six hundred thousand dollars. I was gonna say two hundred fifty thousand, but yeah, it might be more than that. It was just like a finger snap erased, and we had right. no idea where the money came from. Yeah, I don't. And Prince Thomas, it was levels of corruption mm. just get more evident and terrifying. Like every time we hear about, oh, what's that guy's name? Was the the Texas billionaire? I don't know. I can't think of his name now. Asshole. But this guy, you know, it started with the vacations. Then mm-hmm. we started hearing about the vacations and the sort of gifts. And then we found out that, oh, he also bought Clarence Thomas's mother's house. Yes. They didn't disclose it. Oh, and by the way, the mom still lives there. Oh, and then he bought the neighbor's house because they were loud and throwing parties and just tore it down. Damn. So, yeah, so basically he... The home sale was just a way to transfer money directly into Clarence Thomas's pocket. Damn. And then uh, the tuition for Clarence Thomas's nephew. Did you read about that? I did not, but like <clears throat> when you are somebody who is receiving all these favors and gifts, there's no way that you don't feel any obligation to these people. No, absolutely not. It, it's it's clearly quid pro quo. I can't borrow $20 from somebody without being like, I owe them my life. So this nephew thing, Clarence Thomas actually had custody of his nephew. So it wasn't just like a distant relative. Mm-hmm. You know, he was raising the nephew. That guy paid his um, $30,000 a year tuition for private school. Damn. And that's nothing to that guy. He's a billionaire. That's like $5 to him, if that. Yeah, like I think with the sub with the submarine thing, 
they were saying that that $250,000 to a billionaire is basically two cups of coffee to us. A million seconds is 12 days, right? Mm -hmm. Just guess how long a billion seconds is. 32 years. Yes, 31 years. (laughs) That was good. That was real good. That's the difference. That's insane. People don't understand the scale of a, the difference between a million and a billion. It's effectively infinite money. So like, the, the court is an illegitimate body, mm-hmm. but they still are the law of the land. And they have ruled that using race-based criteria is unconstitutional for college admissions. Is it just going to apply to college admission, admissions or do you think that's going to ripple across all anything that is maybe does it they don't need to apply that standard but they do because it's the law i think right now it just applies to um college admissions but there will be other cases brought to Mm -hmm. the court and they'll eliminate and everything i think the only thing oh actually interesting while it's college admissions it does not apply to the service academies the Mm. service academies can still use race as a criteria because they still need to feed black and brown bodies into the war machine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is Clarence Thomas doing? Let me tell you something about Clarence Thomas. Do you know where he met his wife? Um, Probably some racist thing that he was at with, that she was at. It was an anti-affirmative action convention. Bingo! This has been his shit forever. So it's not even like Jenny put him on that. A lot of people think that, you know, he is this cipher and Jenny is no, the no, no. no, this is like his thing. And I've read that it's because when he was in law school, everyone told him he was only there because of affirmative action. And it mm. burned him up and he just wanted to eliminate it so no one else would have to go through that. Oh, that's so personal. See, I read too that he, it's a, I read this long, was it New Yorker piece? You know, they love to do. 20 page stories, deep dives. I can't remember. It was something about his grandfather had, you know, pulled himself up by his bootstraps. I'm doing air quotes and had instilled that in him. And that he also had a very, um, I could be wrong about this, but a very, uh, he was, he really believed in um, black people, have doing their own wealth to themselves, keeping their wealth themselves, keeping into their own communities and not going going outside their communities. Does that make sense? I think that's what that article said. Yeah, no, like that's a very common thread amongst many black conservatives. Now he is unique among black conservatives because he is a Republican. So he buys into the whole, you know, the white supremacy angle where the majority of black conservatives in this country are not Republicans. They're, you know, they're like Hoteps, they're a nation of Islam. Mm-hmm. So very, very conservative organizations. Mm-hmm. They just also happen to pride black liberation. Right. Yeah. So that's what people were like. Sometimes I hear conservatives say things like, why do black people, you know, support the Democratic Party? Black people, could, you know, are actually conservative. Yeah, a lot of black people are conservative, but black people are also smart enough to know what that party represents. Mm-hmm. You know, like literally, the party trying to overturn affirmative action. Like, say what you will about the Dems, and we will say a lot about the Dems. Mm-hmm. Hey, I don't believe the Dems are actually out there helping anyone, but they're not saying, "Hey, 
if we get elected, we're taking away your rights. Yeah. That's literally what the Republicans campaign on. And then they'll say, why won't black people get off the Democratic campaign uh, plantation? However, I will say that the Democrats do 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 go. Hey, if you don't vote for us, they're going to take away your rights and we won't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. This is true. I will say that I literally called all of this in 2016. Immediately after the election, I was like, "Roe is going to fall. I said, affirmative action is going to fall. I said, we might even have internment camps. Literally, I said, all oh, that, that, this is right on Twitter. I'll, I'll retweet yeah. it, like, literally, all from 2016. Literally yeah. every bad thing that I said could happen because of the Trump presidency actually happened, which is why I don't actually care about national elections. I don't think that national elections really change people's day-to-day lives from a legislative perspective Mm-mm. but these fucking courts good god but they but they don't and the, the courts yes but they also like ripple across the culture and change things even in a local sense because people see they perceive a larger trend of something going on so then those things i think trickle down to local levels So speaking of uh, national elections, mm. Joe Biden is clearly the Democratic frontrunner, although he is being primaried by another Democrat. Now I'm doing the air quotes. Who is it? RFK Jr. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, like it's like this whole thing's being or- orchestrated by Bannon. Literally, Steve Bannon is the thing that we know for a fact. That's wild. Yeah, so obviously not a Democrat, but, you know, he's not quite as old as joe biden still pretty old he's jacked though like have you seen pictures of rfk jr working out this motherfucker talking about how vaccines are bad yet this dude is totally on hgh absolutely doing hgh he's got testosterone replacement he is doing all the juice all the juice yet he's sitting here like vaccines are bad don't anybody take any vaccines like get the fuck out of here like we can't see you like we can't see you I think that one of the reasons that he was chosen to be the guy who primaries Biden is a he has the Kennedy name, so like the, the name sure. spells, but also like he is a picture of virility compared to Joe Biden, who we need to be honest about this. Joe Biden is not all there anymore, dude. I have not until you mentioned this. I hadn't. I mean, I knew he was having like dementia type problems. I hadn't seen him. I went and looked up clips. He's like falling all the time. And I don't feel sorry for him. (laughs) Don't get that wrong. I don't feel sorry for him. He is an evil, corrupt motherfucker. So here's my thing with the falling. I think we've seen him fall. Like he's on video falling four or five times. If you see me fall four or five times, how many times did I fall that you don't see Exactly. This dude is falling down every day. Joe Biden probably just fell right now. Since so why are you listening to him? He just <laughs> fell and busts his shit. Oh my God. Also, he doesn't make any goddamn sense. He, it's amazing how often he's talking about something and just gets major details wrong. He was just talking about uh, the war in Ukraine the other day and was referring to it as Iraq. He said his son died in Iraq. He didn't. Oh my God. 
Like, and listen, I'm not making fun of people with dementia, older people. Um, that's horrible, horrible disease. But that guy's a evil motherfucker. Joe Biden is the evil, corrupt motherfucker who should not be president because he's got dementia. It makes me think back to 2020 and how Joe Biden didn't want to run. He literally did not want to run. He got so much pressure from the Dems and the establishment to run. I think he knew, because I don't think he's a person who didn't want the presidency. Like, he's run so many times. Right. He know he wanted the presidency. I think Joe Biden knew that he was not fit. Yeah. And he got basically bullied <laughs> into running, and he won. And he's just up there being propped up when he should be at home being cared for. And at this point, like, I have to ask, is this elder abuse? They're President Biden, President... What a weekend? What is that? Wait, weekend, weekend at Bernie's. At Bernie's, but president at Biden's? No, how could we make that work? Okay. What we're gonna do with that joke is we're gonna take the words out and replace <laughs> it with new words. White House at Biden's. Now I can't get it. My brain doesn't work anymore. Yes, it is elder abuse. Sorry, I cut you off. And, and it's never been more evident like the elder abuse with these octogenarian politicians than it is with Diane Feinstein. Bro, she doesn't know where she is, ever. It is it is terrifying. You know, she was out for like how many weeks she missed countless votes and there was a public outcry for her to step down. And of course the Democrats were like, oh, this is misogynistic. You don't do this with the Oh, man. they love to do that. They love to go, if you, if you, um, criticize mayo pete they go oh you're being homophobic no no can have criticism about other people when she came back she was interviewed and asked how did she how, how does she justify staying in her position when she's just not there when she's not working and she said we've been working this whole time and the reporter thought that she meant you know like she'd been doing paperwork and reading things and, he, and he, yeah and he was like He's like, but you've missed so many votes. He's like, no, I've been there for every vote. She literally did not know that and she Nancy, had not been in Congress voting. And Nancy Pelosi's chief of staff's daughter is like taking care of her. What? Isn't that what it is? She's the one that's like her handler. You haven't read that? I know, listen, no, no. the sources may be conservative sources, but I think it's true because I think she showed up with her to votes at the at the um, Senate. And there is no reason for her to hold on to that seat. Yeah, because it, it's, it it's a blue state. Yeah, and she will be replaced by a Democrat. Let her go home. Let why her are they peace. not do? Why aren't they let letting? Is it her? It can't be her decision because it's the same thing. As like a minor, a minor can't make certain decisions because they're a fucking minor. Yeah, no, at this point, she does not have the agency to say that she does not know where she is day in and day out. That's Her... really gross. Who's orchestrating this? Nancy Pelosi? That bitch? Probably. It's so sad. Gross. These people are disgusting. I am like, and I've told you this, I don't even follow electoral politics anymore because like i'm so over it i mean that's not to say i'm not reading and educating myself but on other things um this is gross 
But I, it is absolutely what I would expect from these people. They are disgusting human beings. They're billionaires, almost. They're very rich. Well, they work for the billionaires. And they work for the billionaires. And yet, the alternative are literal fascists. I just, what are we going to do? They let the fascists do, they, they're going to let the fascists win. Like, they're going to let the fascists win. I don't think they're putting up a great deal of resistance, but... That's why I go, are they? They're the fascists, too. If they're not putting up a resistance, they're complicit. They're, they're slowing them down ever so slightly. It's not a full sprint into fascism. Like, if they, if we got rid of them tomorrow... I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. There's no fleeing. By the way, there's no fleeing. There's no fleeing. I've looked into it. There's no fleeing. Mm, Where are you going to... I can can get out of here. Where are you going to flee to get away from climate change, bro? Well, first of all, that's not real, so I don't have to escape that shit. Oh, mm -hmm. we started the podcast with you coughing from climate change. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah, the climate was changed by Canadian wildfires, so fuck that. And you know those wildfires... If you're listening? No, 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 no. You know those wildfires are worsened from climate change. The climate catastrophe. They are worsened because of the drought and the lack of um the lack of moisture to that ha- the 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 forests have become extremely dry. This is the worst fire season they've had and they don't even know when. Yeah, this I is guess. climate change. No, this is it. This is we are no it has one changed, in- yes. We we're not waiting for a climate change, like we are living the effects of it. Yeah, no no one is getting away from this. Yeah. Well, that was a fun show. We're all going to die. but <laughs> We're running out of time. Yeah, but we'll be back in the next week or two. Thanks for joining us. As always, yeah. our theme music is licensed through Creative Commons, composed by Kevin McLeod. Follow us on the things. Until next time. Until next time. Bye-bye.